Okay, welcome everybody. Hello, this is Jen Springer calling in, and you're all here Monday night, 7 p.m. Central, and I'm a Young Living Platinum in so close to Diamond, possibly in December. We are having peak months these last few months, and I'm sure all of you are doing the same because of these amazing promotions that Young Living is doing. And this time of year is always kind of up, but in in general, this I've never seen promotions like they've done right now. I remember a couple of years ago when they did an Essential 7 promo, I thought that was huge, but I'll, I'll share with you in a minute. If you don't know what the new promos are for December, I will uh, give them to you in just a second. But I've been with the company since 2001. And I can't believe how time has flown. I just remember looking up this, at the sky and thinking, oh, my gosh, I wish something would come my way that I could do that wouldn't feel like work, that I would absolutely love, I would never get tired of, and I would make a difference in people's lives. And I'm still feeling that. You know, It's been a long time, and I don't feel like I'm, quote, working. That's, I guess, the one disadvantage when you do work for yourself. I've been full-time since 2002, and – sometimes you overwork because you don't realize you're working and you've been sitting in your chair for hours and you're like, wow, why do I feel like a mess? Well, yeah, I haven't uh, had a snack and six hours went by and I didn't uh, get something to drink and you know, there are disadvantages, but overall there are definitely more pros than cons. So I tell you what, you know, even over all these years have gone by and now this is the holiday season, every time I still get a box that comes to my door, whether it's UPS or FedEx, I still get extremely excited. We were waiting for our holiday order or Thanksgiving order, and uh, Young, you know, Young Living. I think it was my auto ship. I got half the order right before we left, and the other half when we got back. And I just laughed because I was sitting in the car thinking. I can't wait to open that darn box. <laughs> and I knew exactly what was in it, and I knew, you know, I got my freebies in there and everything. I just thought it was so funny because it's like, I know what's in there, and I've had a million of those, and I still get just really excited. So we've got this incredible gift of the business and, of course, the products that Young Living offers to everybody. And uh, we have this beautiful business that we can share with others and really improve and impact people's lives in so many ways. So a couple of announcements before we get started. Uh, well, we are started, but before we get into the, the meat of our call here, I'm going to announce that we are having a raindrop class here in Minneapolis area on the 12th of December, which is a Saturday. It's going to be a seven-hour class. I believe it's seven hours. And it's approved by the massage boards. So if you know of anybody that needs credits, whether it's Wisconsin or any other state, it's national board approved, or people that just want to learn, everybody's invited. I only have two spots left, so if anybody's interested in that, find me on Facebook and send me a message or through the emails if you receive the emails from the Monday Night Calls. So there's that. And then I also want to let you guys know that the last four weeks of these calls are going to be on OurSimpleTraining.com, and then the archives are over at the diamondfactorytraining.com website and that's where you can get your free membership and listen to all the old stuff but uh, for ease of that website because if you've had a website you know with all that media bogging it down my website went crazy the last couple weeks and I had to really do some serious things it was very frustrating but uh, 
so all the current, you know, the last month of calls. So if you can't get in on time like you did today and you, oh, I got something else going on, I'll catch it later, you can go to Our Simple Training and get it right away. And then, like I said, over after a month, they'll be over on the Diamond Factory Training website, which we have just added some new content to that as well. And we're also thinking about doing a little different thing with the Diamond Factory Training. We are thinking about doing possibly a webinar option with the Monday call for people that are members of the Diamond Factory. And what that would mean is so you guys could call in and listen, but people who are members can also see the webinar aspect of what we are doing. Like tonight I'm going to be doing a little, not a sample, but kind of a, how it would look, not a traditional webinar, but I'm going to be posting some links on my Facebook page that some of you may be able to follow uh, if you're able to be at a computer because this is social media <laughs> and that's what we're doing here. So um, check that out and if you're on Facebook or you can be on Facebook, uh, go to the Jen Springer page, facebook.com slash Jen Springer page and I'll announce that again in a minute so that you can follow along any posts and links that I put on there. So that's really important. And then uh, let's see, we're going to have, for those of you that are subscribers to the Live Green, Earn Green system, we are going to have another training tomorrow night, and it's going to be talking to your warm market and inviting people and then also following up what words to say. We've, we've written scripts that go along with each of the uh, you know, individual types and we're going to go over that tomorrow. And so we've got all that good stuff going. So there you go. It's all exciting. Lots of cool things happening. We worked on these projects the last few months. And I tell you, when you get technical information uh, or technology doesn't behave, uh, it, it's, it's, it makes you old <laughs> fast. But everything is good. Everything is up and, and running. And we've done a lot of learning. And it's really, really awesome right now. Okay, so let's talk quick about these promotions that end at midnight tonight because today is the 30th. Uh, for those of you, and I'm sure almost all of you have taken advantage of this particular promotion because it is really amazing. Uh, the 190 PV promotion gets you a 5 mil of nutmeg and a 15 mil of orange, but if you're on Essential Rewards, you get the 15 mil of Christmas spirit. And I remember when I opened my box, I, I pulled out Christmas spirit. I'm like, 15 mils, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I just get excited about those silly things. I love Christmas spirit all year round, actually. It's the one I have in my truck because if you you know, have a truck like I do and horses and, and stuff like that, your truck doesn't always smell the greatest. And who doesn't love the smell of Christmas spirit, right? So I sprinkle it down in the carpet and, and the truck smells really good. So with 250 PV, you get the nutmeg, the orange, and if you're on Essential Rewards, you get Christmas Spirit, but then you also get Orthosport Massage Oil, and uh, that is absolutely wonderful for this time of year if you've been doing a lot of physical exertion or you bring it into your massage therapist to use on you. It's one of my most favorite blends of uh, massage oils. And then for 300 PV, you get the nutmeg, the orange, the Orthosport, you get the Christmas Spirit if you're on Essential Rewards, but you also get... Oh, my goodness. You get a 15 mil of frankincense, and you get a 5 mil of sacred frankincense. So that's a good day in your neighborhood when you get that particular order in the mail. So if you haven't done that already, be sure you get that done in the next couple hours so that you get your rewards. Now let's talk about what's going on for December. Oh, my gosh, and I'm sure many of you have already seen it. And for those that are listening to the rebroadcast, you are, you've probably um, already heard about it. Let's talk about this because – I 
and blown away about what they're doing. Um, the 190 PV is a 15 mil of lavender, which we love and we can always use more of that. And this is a great gift for giving people as lavender. And if you're on Essential Rewards, you get the black pepper oil, which I think is extremely invigorating. It's one of the oils when I first started using uh, Young Living that I absolutely found great results with it, using it on my body. And um, I know that uh, you know a lot of people cook with it and things like that. But if you look up what it does, I was very surprised. It's in the blend of Relieve It for a reason. So I love black pepper, and of course you can cook with it. You know, put a drop in your marinade and with some chicken and some lemon, and you get some lemon pepper, right? So for 250 PV, you get the lavender, you get the black pepper. Oh, the black pepper is if you're on Essential Rewards, just to let you know. You also get the Neutral, which is the Winter Aroma El Briante Lip Gloss. This is my favorite one of the three. I love the color of all three lip glosses, but I absolutely love the Winter Aroma on this one. And for those of you that have not seen those lip glosses, the other, you know, the lip gloss is, you know, natural mineral makeup, blah, blah, blah. But on the other end is a full little roller bottle that is like a perfume with Therapeutic Great Essential Oils that you can, you know, roll on and just have your one, you know, one thing in your little bag or your purse or whatever. But this has got uh, the balsam fir in there, and it's very, oh, gosh, it's like, it's very delicate and it's very light. Those are my favorite aromas. I love the winter one, and I'm excited to get a free one (laughs) for this year. So you'll get that with the 250 PV. Now, hold on to your hats. For the 300 PV, you get the other stuff, but you get an everyday oil the whole oils, everyday oils, 10 oils. It's like the everyday oils kit, frankincense, lemon, lavender, peppermint, tea tree, purification, pan away, thieves, stress away, and joy. So you could either keep that for yourself and get yourself through the holiday season, or you can split it up and give it as gifts. What great stocking stuffers those would be. So I don't know about you guys. That is just outstanding. So Young Living between Black Friday sales and our promotion for November and then what they're going to do for December, you be ready so that you're going to have the best month you have ever, ever, ever had. Okay, so let's get into our topic for today. And for those of you that are new, make sure that you go to OurSimpleTraining.com and uh, oh, somebody's calling me. I'm like, sometimes people try to call me or text me because something's not working correct. And uh, they're, they're like, I can't hear you. <laughs> That's happened once or twice. So um, let's go back to what we were doing here. So if you are new to this call, make sure that you get on the email list, which is at OurSimpleTraining.com. Then you'll be uh, you know, uh, let in on what's going to be announced for the next week and the following week and that. You, you get to know ahead of time what's going to be on the schedule. And then also you can hear the recordings the last couple of weeks at OurSimpleTraining.com under the, the Training Calls tab. And then the archives, everything from a month and older is at our um, sorry diamondfactorytraining.com. So be sure to, to get over there and, and see both of them. There's over 100 calls that have been archived from the last couple of years every week, except for like major holiday weekends. Typically we won't do that, like Memorial Day and stuff like that. But there are over 100 calls there that you can listen to. You know, people say, oh, you know, I'm just getting started. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get trained the best thing you can do is get trained. (laughs) Get it from those calls. The top leaders in this company have done those calls with me. We've had executive staff. We've had support uh, companies that put out products that we are able to use to help our businesses grow. I mean, it's just they're outstanding. 
So you've got to get over there and, and listen to those, and you can download them to your player, and you can listen and, and share with you those with your teams as well. Okay, so this call will be, I don't know how long it's going to be. Definitely not longer than the top of the hour, but I've got so much really good information for you that I don't know how long it's going to be. could be half hour, could be 40 minutes. I know it's not going to be short, like 10 minutes, because I've got some cool stuff. So like I said, if you want to follow along with me, you can go to facebook.com slash Jen Springer page. I might be posting a couple links on there so that you can see what I'm talking about when it comes to posting. So let's talk about social media and how to promote your business. And I'm really um, surprised that we didn't max out the lines on this call because I see so many people that are uh, – I just thought of another thing I want to write down, <laughs> one of the biggest mistakes that people make. Uh, hold on. Okay, I just had to write that down. I won't – or I forget. Um, there, I see people that are posting on social media and – I have to like hide their posts or I have to unfriend them because they are so obnoxious. And I will go back and actually look to see if they're getting any results from those posts and they're not. Nobody's engaging with them. They're not getting anywhere. So I felt compelled to do this training because I've been on social media since 2007 or 2008. I believe I joined Facebook in 2007. I don't remember. But it was a long time ago, and believe it or not, you guys, it was still when we had that other website called, oh, what was it? <laughs> um, it was the other, oh, oh, my goodness, I totally forgot. MySpace, yes. <laughs> I actually had a MySpace page. And then that new thing, that social media site, the Facebook had started, and I went over there and was doing a lot with Facebook and with uh, Twitter at the time and doing a lot of blogging and I've had a ton of training in social media and how to run social media and, and a an internet marketing business and I've kept most of what you guys see is not you don't see what most of what I do on social media because I just am doing my business that way and I separate it so I know who my prospect is and who's already in Young Living but I've grown multiple lists of uh, you know, email followers that have opted in and uh, tens of thousands of people and have had subscribers through my blogs and sold products online that I've created and things like that. So I've had quite a bit of social media experience and a lot of social media training. I'm always buying new courses. I'm learning what to do, what's the newest thing on social media, you know, how to run ads, what the posting is, what the demographics are, and things like that. And so we're gearing up right now, and that's why I'm so excited to do this training, because we're gearing up right now to do some major campaigning through social media with the new Live Green, Earn Green campaign that we've started. And we're laying out what we're going to be doing for posts. We have a new blog that is, you know, separate than what I do with uh, Young Living. And it's, it's going to be the hub of everything that we do. And all of the knowledge that we've learned over the years is going to be put into action once again. And I've already mapped out, okay, what kind of posts, how many times a day, what social media sites we need to be on, and how they all funnel into the blog and get, you know, capturing email names and stuff like that, which I'm going to outline a lot of this for you so that you know. 
And so I really give you kudos and give yourself a pat on the back for being here. This is not going to be the most exciting call you've ever heard because we're going to get into nitty-gritty. So, like, roll your sleeves up. Okay, I want you to, like, pull your sleeves up, and I want you to grab your pen and your paper and be ready. Be ready for all this good stuff I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you some statistics. I'm going to go through the different social media sites, and I'm going to give you who's on what, right? Because you got to be where your audience is, and that's a huge thing to do. Um, the second thing is I'm going to go over why you would want to do some versus the other pros and cons, and then I'm going to go over some mistakes that people make. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to post and what to post, um, let me write down, I just had another idea that I need to tell you at the end. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you how to post, how to structure posts, how to leverage your time so you're not sitting on social media all day long and uh, losing hours and hours and hours. You know, a lot of you think that many of us are on social media all the time when really we're not. We're, we've got some incredible tools that we can leverage our time with, and I'm going to talk about those as well, and how can we make it look like we're everywhere when we're not. So even though, but the hardest part with social media is often following up, and that we're going to talk about that too. So we're going to go over the best sites. We're going to try to keep you from being overwhelmed. And like you said, if you're, you're crazy if you're not promoting your business to your friends and family and people that you know through your social media networks. And it doesn't matter whether you're doing your business full-time or part-time because social media is where it is at. Okay, Print ads, not good anymore. I don't even know anybody who's buying that print media stuff. P phone book, you know, things like that, not really that good. It's all social media, social media, social media. Unless you're going out and meeting people at trade shows and expos, which I still do. I love to do that. But social media is where it is really at. But you've got to work extra hard in your social media strategy because you need to make that person know, like, and trust you just as if, it, you know, you could do it at an expo within a few minutes, right? They come to your booth, they see your face, the twinkle in your eye, you play with oils, they love you, right? Social media, if you're going into a cold market and you're developing your own leads, it can be a little harder, right, because they don't see you, right? You know, you got, that's why some of the strategies I'm going to give you are going to make people feel at home. Okay, so that's really a really big deal. And you don't want to be that person that gets pegged as a spammer or have all your friends, un you know, like unfriend you <laughs> because you are doing things not the right way. And that's why I'm so glad that you are going to be listening with both ears <laughs> and following along, right? So do you need to be on all of the social media sites? The answer is no. There are definitely some more than others that you want to be on, but you got to find the one that you love the best and then you run with it. Where are you the best? Are you best in front of video? Are you best with pictures and creating infographics? Are you best just writing posts and text? You know, you've got to kind of figure that out, but you don't need to be everywhere. You've got to pick just a couple that you are getting results and then from there you know where to focus your efforts. You know, if you're getting results on Facebook and Twitter, you don't go off and start learning like Tumblr, okay, <laughs> and you know some other social media site that may have a learning curve or may consume a lot of time. So you've got to leverage your yourself, okay. But the best sites to explore, I'm going to go over the top top sites, the top seven, and 
the thing is that you don't need to be in all of them, like I said, but you pick the top ones. Hands down, Facebook is the place to be. 72% of that population on Facebook is adult um, uh, Internet users are on Facebook. Okay, and well, I'm sorry, 62% of all the entire adult population is on Facebook, and 72% uh, of the adult Internet users are on, that's what's on Facebook. So you're dealing with an older demographic, and you're going to have an audience, unless you're going towards a younger audience, which I'll you know, give you some of those in, in just a minute, where, who that is. But if you're looking to, to tap into an older generation, I mean older, what I mean by older is like older than 25, <laughs> okay? Um, that is where Facebook is at. So we're going to talk about Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google+, Tumblr, and Instagram tonight, okay? So some of the data that I've got on top of those, the hands down, like I said, Facebook is the number one site. It has almost a, um, what they call the Alexa rating, which really rates websites and, and where they are at and as far as who's got the big you know pants on, I guess you'd say. That is, uh, um, uh, is Alexa, which is they're the number two site, which is like really crazy and really good. So that's the site that you really want to be on. Um, it is definitely, um, how do you want to say, uh, it's got like almost a billion users a month unique monthly visitors, I mean, it's 900 million. I mean, that's crazy. So that is a site you really want to be on for sure. Twitter is the second one um, in ranking. It is, uh, in the Alexa ranking, it's eight, which is, you know, still really good. Um, but Twitter's number two. Number three is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is more business to business and dealing with professionals. So that's that's not the place I spend my time unless you are specifically marketing to other business professionals. And then we've got Pinterest. That's number four, you know, the four hot spot to be. Um, and number five is Google+. And then number six is Tumblr. And number seven is Instagram. But in, uh, Tumblr is a microblogging site. And Tumblr is most over 46% of the users on Tumblr are age 16 to 24. So if you're going towards the younger generation, the millennials, you might look at Tumblr. If you're not, then that would not be something that's of interest to you. Instagram, of course, are is just beautiful pictures and a lot of interaction, all different ages on that site, and same with Pinterest. But I'm going to go into the pros and cons of, of the top ones here in just a minute. So um, for those of you that are interested in this, I'm going to post this onto the blog or the Facebook page. Okay, let's go to Jen Springer page. And then I'm going to post this. This is how you would do a Facebook class. Okay, so here are the 15 most popular social networking sites. I didn't do all of them. I mean, some of those you might be interested in. You know, you can only do so many. Like I said, you want to do the top ones first, and you want to do the ones that you're good at first. Okay. So the next thing would be, let's talk about the pros and cons of each of these sites. Facebook, like I said, is number one. Facebook has so many people on it. The demographics are 35 and older. Most, of, you know, it's pretty equal, uh, male and female, a little bit more female users. The pros are that, 
you're more likely to get people that will buy stuff on Facebook, and you can target people really specifically in ads if you want to, if you want to get into the ads. Now, I would not say start advertising right away because you need to learn and get responsive posts first. You don't just create a page and start advertising. You've got to learn. You've got to take some courses on that as well. It's also uh, excellent for having analytics. Now, this is through using a Facebook page. A Facebook page will have, they call it their insights, and you can actually look at all the analytics within Facebook, and it's something you've got to do. If you haven't done that already and you've got a Facebook page, you've got to get in on your insights to see what you're posting is working, you know, what is not working, what posts, what your demographics are, where they're from, their age group, et cetera, and you can do all that through Facebook. The con with Facebook is if you want to reach massive audience, you need to pay, and that totally bites sometimes. I created a page a couple years ago that I I think I got 13,000 people on the Facebook page within two months. I built the site, and I paid to have that built. You know, I, I ran ads to grow that site the way I did, and then in order to keep people seeing those posts, I needed to keep paying. I needed to keep sponsoring and boosting those posts. So you've got to pay to build the pages, and you've got to pay to have people see your stuff. So that's one of the disadvantages of Facebook. You also have Facebook now is in the area where it's a little saturated. So you've got to be really good at what you do. What I would suggest, if you've got a very strong, warm market, a lot of friends and family, and you know a lot of people, that's where the best thing is going to be for your Facebook. But it's also a great site to have it as your hub. And I'm going to talk about where you start in a little bit. The second is Twitter. Twitter is, you know, very, as we know, very short posts, very um, uh, quick. You know, they go up, they're gone within a few minutes. <laughs> you can do images, you can do videos. The demographics are 18 to 20, so it's a younger group that's on Twitter. So they got to be short, sweet, impactful types of posts. You've got great customer service in there. You've got good analytics with Twitter, but it can be expensive and it's very limited. And like I said, your posts are up and then they're gone. So you've got to be posting a lot on Twitter. Um, Instagram, which is you know a buddy buddy with Facebook. Facebook owns it, so that they they connect very well together. Um, Instagram, and I'll, I'll talk about managing this stuff here in a little bit. It is a mobile app. Online you can look at stuff, but you can't really post. Well, you can't post uh, you know, online. You've got to do it all from your phone or your iPad or some uh, or I, um, tablet. <laughs> I just assume everybody's got Apple products. But it's very, very powerful, and, and people love pictures. That's why I love the, this one and the next one I'm going to talk about because it's all media-based. The demographic is a little bit older than Twitter. It's 18 to 29. The majority are female on Instagram. So a lot of brands are not very, pre you know, don't have a huge presence on Instagram. So there's a lot of potential over there. But the problem is you have no analytics. You can't schedule stuff out. So you got to do stuff as you go along. And uh, the, there's, you can't do any advertising very well at all on there either. But then we got Pinterest. Pinterest is... I should warn you all, before you go on Pinterest, make sure you have a clock set so you don't go off, start searching all the stuff and get lost for hours. It's basically like where you can just find a collage of stuff, you know, and there's a lot of users. You can bookmark links. You, mostly female. It's almost 80% female. So you, 
would be targeting towards that audience. There is a lot of buying power there. You know, you've got images. You can create um, impact through uh, putting your link on there, and it's it's very very cool. Um, the statistic I'm looking at here right now is it generates over 400% more revenue per click than Twitter, and 27% more than Facebook. So Pinterest is a place, a good place to be. It's not um, effective for brands that are, have a limited web presence. And the other thing is Pinterest is starting to have some support, uh, what do you call them, promoted posts or, you know, where people can see your stuff. So Pinterest is a place to, you might want to go. And like I said, you can link these, and I'll talk about that in a minute. And then you've got Google+. This is a little more specific, and in my opinion, it's not as user-friendly. The demographics are 25 to 34. It's a little more male-dominated, 62% are male. It's got, um, but the thing is with Google+, is that Google owns it, and Google is the number one search engine. Okay, So if you have good profile on Google+, that you're going to get seen by the search engine. You can also tie into AdWords and YouTube through Google+. And this is for the little more experienced. I wouldn't say start out using this one. Okay, Don't put all your eggs in this basket. I'm going to give you the top ones to go with, but I'm going to go over which ones are out there and why. Um, these are the top ones. Now there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of social media sites, but these are the top seven. Well, I'm going to give you a couple more here. Um, there's also LinkedIn which has 300 million users, but this is more uh, white collar, uh, business to business. Um, it's very balanced, male um, to female, uh, suburban and urban users both. But this is more of the professional type stuff. Okay, so if you're going to be posting about your cat videos and you're going to be talking about your babies and how you're going chemical free with that, it, that might not be the best place to do that. That would be Facebook, Pinterest, you know, like that. Um, it is really good to establish your brand. It is excellent for recruiting, um, but you've, for recruiting for your business, you got to be really well. How do you want to say? You got to know your stuff so that you don't like. Monty just got a um, an email the other day from somebody from LinkedIn, and it was obviously a totally canned email that some company, some network marketing company, have their people send out. And he actually called them out on it because I, I wouldn't go, quote, recruiting for business builders on LinkedIn unless you really know how to write copy and you know how to develop relationships. So it's a little harder to grow your um, business, you know, business to business on there. It's just it's a little trickier. And then another one that's really popular nowadays is Snapchat, which is the younger group. It's where you take a picture and you send it, and it's growing really fast. Um, you can find customers where they live. It's um, you got to be really creative. You know, I think this is better if you're targeting the younger generation and if you are of younger generation, because <laughs> I know I'm not that creative. But like millennials, this is perfect for them too, is a Snapchat. So I've gone over those. I'm going to post this website on the Jen Springer page as well so you can see the particular um, – I post this actually on Pinterest. And you can go to my Pinterest page and you can see this the pros and cons that I just – uh, put on there. So there is that. So let's talk about the the pros and the cons. Oh, I just did the pros and the cons. <laughs> we already talked about the, the demographics. So let's talk about the next step here. 
So we went all over the different social medias. Where do you begin and what are the best sites? The best sites to start promoting Young Living are Facebook is number one, Instagram is number two, Pinterest is number three. Now I'm going to preface that with unless you are comfortable in front of video, and you can do video with Facebook, but most people are not comfortable with video. If you're comfortable with video, I would encourage um, YouTube and Periscope. So if you're not, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. For me, I love video. For me, it's Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Vime uh, Periscope. So you guys have to, to discern what's best. For, for most of you, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest is going to be the way to go. Unless you love video, you might swap one of those out for Periscope or YouTube. So how do you begin getting the message out about your business? First, it doesn't matter what site you're on or where you feel your strengths are, get a Facebook page set up. This will be like your hub, like the middle of the wheel. Actually, I would talk about blogging and having a blog set up, but I don't want you guys to get caught up in setting up a blog and writing the whole thing up and yada, yada, yada. There's def Really, the center would be your blog and the spokes would be all the social media sites feeding into the blog. But let's not get you all crazy on that because that's a rabbit hole that's very deep and takes a lot of time in paying people to put up blogs for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to give you um, a, a site where you can do some blogging on and get that going right away, but I, I don't want to see you guys get sucked into the rabbit hole of losing time. So for our purpose about social media, let's talk about just using Facebook page as your hub because whichever other sites you want to use, you can connect them all. And how you do that is, like say you want to do Instagram and Pinterest. So you would look on the Internet, search how to connect Pinterest with Facebook or how to connect Twitter with Facebook, and then you will get the tutorials and it will show you exactly how to do that. I'm not going to tell you how to do that here because it can change all the time. As soon as they change one little thing, that the whole thing changes in the video. So every time I need to do it and I forget because it's been a while, I will search how to connect Facebook with Twitter. And then I watch a tutorial video and I'm going along with the video. So you want to do that. You also want to subscribe to Hootsuite, which is a tool that we use to like manage our social media. It's a social media manage management system. It keeps track and manages all your social media channels. It helps you monitor what people are saying, and it helps you respond instantly. And there's a free level that you can get started at, and then you can subscribe and add things on, yada, yada, yada. Hootsuite's website is hoot, H-O-O-T, like the owl, right? Hootsuite, S-U-I-T-E dot com. And I'm going to post this on the Facebook page so that you guys can get that. I love Hootsuite. I've been using it since 2000 and, and something. There we go. I posted it for you. And it's very, very um, – it helps you with your time management. The reason why I say that is because you could spend half your day on your phone or on your computer. But if you have an application where you can manage everything, like Hootsuite, you go on, you have all your sites there, you can post one thing, you can tell it what sites to go to, and then there's also a column for your feed so you can see who's responding. 
and you can get the apps that go with it, so you can have it on your mobile devices as well as on your computer. The bonus that I love the most, I think, about Hootsuite is you can schedule out your posts so that when I talk about how often to post, you're not sitting and you have a timer going off every five minutes to post something. You can do some of that scheduling on Facebook right now. You can set posts for in the future and things like that. But honestly, Hootsuite, I think, is a little bit easier to manage. So you're not using Facebook's manager and then this manager over here and then that manager over there. You're, you're doing it all under one roof, and you've got a lot of control over things. So Hootsuite.com is how you manage everything and leverage your time so you're not sucked all day. Now, if you want to do other posts outside of the ones you schedule, of course you can. But you can get your, you know, you can sit down on a, a Sunday night or a Monday morning or wherever your time is scheduled, you know, allows you, and you can post for the whole week. You can put all your posts in there and just let those suckers just go. And you don't need to be sitting there live all the time and doing them. So first you set up your Facebook page. You start connecting them with all the other things. And then you do your, um, your Hootsuite. And then you look at what other social media success stories are doing. Look at what they say, how they post, what they're posting, the kinds of images they're using, how often they post, and which posts get interaction. Now, some of the best sites that you can use to, as your models are like L.L. Bean. Go to L.L. Bean's Facebook page. Make sure you like it and you study it because they've got amazing, amazing interaction and a lot of likes. Another one that I really like is Nutella, believe it or not. They do a fantastic brand awareness and fan you know, thing. It's like really, really funny um, where you can see how they're doing it right over there. I mean, they have a bazillion likes, and they're really getting great results. So is Zappos. Zappos is another one that you can look at. Um, the St. Jude's Christian, I'm sorry, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital has a great, great Facebook site that you can go on. They've got like almost 2 million likes. They have got incredible interaction. And of course, you got good old Starbucks, right? <laughs> Check out Starbucks' uh, Facebook page. Um, there's another one called LiveScribe. There's a smart pen. They've got a fantastic uh, Facebook page, great customer support. Um, Burt's Bees which is a brand, you know, a natural type product which got bought out. Now it's not as nice as it was, but who cares? It's uh, what I want you to look at is actually what they're doing, not getting sucked into their page. There's a really fun site, um, Easy Box Lunches. That is a really cool Facebook page you can go to. Um, Gold's Gym, um, Stella and Dot is a really nice uh, retail merchandise page. If you wind up getting buying things on here, I apologize. <laughs> I get in trouble. I get mail from you guys saying, wait a minute. <laughs> I wound up spending all my time looking at that site. But go to really successful uh, Facebook pages and study what they're doing, not just looking at their pages. I mean, like sitting down with a pen and a paper, how many times a day are they posting? What times are the posts? What is the content of the post? Are people interacting? What are they saying? Are they, you know, I mean, that's what you need to do. That's how I learned. I took social media courses, but like my brain was like, whatever, until I started studying what people were doing. So it's not, it's just beyond you opening your phone and saying, I'm going to do a Facebook post. If you want to get good at this and you want to get results, this is what you have to do. 
This doesn't happen by magic. And I'm going to encourage you when you do your Facebook page, do not make it Mary's Essential Oils, okay? You know, like you, you want to make it about you and something really cool, like essential oil, you know, love essential oils with Mary, you know, or something like that, you know, um, get natural and smell great, you know, I mean, like, you know, have fun with it, but, you know, to put in, I've seen quite a few people that'll put, like, Young Living Distributor Mary Jones, you know, I'm like, oh, no, you know, nobody's going to look for that, that type of thing. Uh, my Jen Springer page is actually not a page that I'm recruiting on. It's the page that I have set up for people that are already in my business and also all of Young Living People. That's not the, the page that I do for prospecting on. Um, it's, it's a different page. So you want to um, you know, look at what people are doing. And even people that are looking at uh, or that, are, that have really successful pages See what they're doing, even if it's related to the oils and the products. Okay, so let's go to the next thing. I already talked about that. Ah, make sure you invite your friends to like your Facebook page. You can do that through your, um, there's a little button you can click on there. It'll say, you know, share with friends, invite friends to like your page. Send it out to your team, your customers. Have links on your email, every, you know, on your social media sites, things like that. You can uh, all have that all together, okay? Now, if you wanted to, and like I said, I'm not encouraging you to do a blog necessarily because I don't want to see you go down the rabbit hole and get paralyzed, but you can choose like Weebly, um, that's a really quick one you can get set up. And also with WordPress, you can do WordPress and some basic blogs, even the free version of WordPress, you can get something up. Now, like I said, don't get too too caught in getting a WordPress site up um, because, or the other one, the, the Weebly site or Hub Pages, or, you know, I mean, there's all these like different type of little bloggy things you can do, or Blogger, right, itself, you can do Blogger. I would do that secondary. Get your social media up and running and then get your blog going once you've got things getting some action because I don't want to see you guys get stuck and paralyzed and that can be a whole different training actually that could last about a week. <laughs> so let's talk about how much to post. Some people say just post once a day and I've, I've heard that from people like big name people. But what I have seen over time and since being online, you know, doing social media for, what, seven years or something like that, I've seen the most successful people have between five and ten posts a day on their Facebook page. Now, I encourage you to use a page versus your personal profile because you can do advertising. You get the insights, you know, which is like Google Analytics. You can see what is working, what's not working. You can also keep your personal life separate on your Facebook page versus your personal profile. So I encourage you to get your Facebook page set up. I remember when they first did that. Everybody, you know, when I first joined Facebook, it was all, everybody was friending everybody. Well, then I remember one of the gurus that I was studying, he unfriended everybody. And he says, I'm going to bring everybody over to my page. And that's what he did. And recently I did kind of the same thing. I unfriended a few thousand people just because I really wanted my own friends and my family in my stream. <laughs> and uh, it was, you know, it was interesting. And I still sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, I got to, you know, no offense to anybody, but I unfriend people just because I want the people I really want to see their stuff right there. And I keep the everybody else that is interested in my, what I'm doing in my brands 
over onto pages. So you might want to do that too. So that, and it's also easier so you're not posting one place and posting somewhere else. But if you've got a lot of friend friends, you have a huge circle of influence, definitely post on your personal profile page. Okay, for sure. Like no question. I'm not saying don't do that because that that's your warm market and you're first starting. Definitely work into your people that you already know, like, and trust. And they like and trust and know you as well. But for me, all my people that are my warm market are already in Young Living, so I don't, um, I'm not prospecting really through that group, if you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm going onto the pages and, and doing advertising. So posting five to ten times a day is what seems to be the better numbers. So the posts, I'm going to give you an idea of when and, and how to look at your scheduling. And this is where Hootsuite will be your friend. So you start the posts at 7 a.m. because you want people to get to work and see your posts in their stream. Because guess what? Most people get to work and they are not going to work. <laughs> they start up their computer. They grab a cup of coffee. They boot up the Internet. And they're, as they're doing their little getting ready for the day, they're going through Facebook. <laughs> so... Yeah, and that's just the way it is. So start at 7 a.m., uh, whatever your time zone is. Some people say go with 7 a.m. Central, but that would be like, you know, really early on the on the West Coast. But 7 a.m., post every three to four hours if you're doing five posts a day. And so you want to hit that first morning post. You want to hit their mid-morning break, lunch hour, afternoon, after dinner, and maybe a post before bed. I know it's like six posts, but... That's kind of what I found was the sweet spot when I was building some of my other pages, was doing it that way. This is why you need Hootsuite. Or you can do your scheduling on Facebook pages if you don't want to get into Hootsuite just yet. If you download the Facebook app on your phone or your tablet, you can schedule it. Facebook pages is the app name. But if you're on a computer, you can just go to your page and it'll show you how to, it'll, you'll see the stuff on there and how to schedule that out. If you're posting 10 times a day, Spread it out every few hours. You don't just get on in the morning and post 10 posts at one time. You want to spread it out and trickle all day long. Okay. I'm Sometimes I get lazy and I do like three or four at a time. And I'm just like, ah, I forgot to do my scheduler. So let's talk about what to post. All sorts of things. It's for real. One of every five posts should be an offer about your product or whatever you're doing. Like if you're doing a class or a webinar, you're selling an ebook, you know, one out of five should be what you're um what you're pimping, I guess you would say for lack of a better term. You want to post things that are inspirational, you know, feel good stuff that are not made by you. Something that you found on some other stream or, you know, whatever it is, right? Um you know, Wayne Dyer or, um, you know, somebody like that, you know, whatever I'm saying, you know, just words and quotes, inspirational stuff. But you also want to do stuff that you've done, inspirational and feel-good graphics that you have made and that have your brand on them. So you want to do both. You want to do posts that are promotional or on your product that you do, you know, your offers. You want to do personal life stuff, but not too much information, you know what I mean? Like, 
You don't need to talk about, you know, what Thanksgiving dinner did to your gut the next day. You know, I mean, like, you know, you don't, unless you're, that's what your Facebook page is about. You know, you want to, you know, you don't want to talk about your divorce or, you know, whatever. I mean, stuff like that. You got some of that stuff is just like, you know, like religion and politics, unless it's appropriate, you want to keep that away. You know, and, you know, I know people who have very, very, very successful businesses by running, you know, faith-based you know, Facebook pages, and that is their demographic. But if that's not your demographic, just be mindful. You know, if you've got a Christian demographic, you know, would you put something on there that might, you know, make people angry? You know, you you just have to, you know, stay consistent with your demographic and your brand. You also want to do product reviews, uh, questions, or requests. That's where you get really good um, uh, feedback. You know, what kind of uh, recipes would everybody like on this? you know, for me to post tomorrow, question mark, and then you have people, you know, post and respond, things like that. So that's what you would do with the requests or the questions. You want to also do some humor that will fit the demographic and feel-good stories. People love this inspirational lifting up stuff because there's so much darkness and just nastiness on Facebook. You know, people get mean behind that computer or their phones. And so nice positive things where people can come and feel good, that's what you want to create on your page. So what now that you got your posts going, you got, you know, five, ten posts going a day, you've got them scheduled on Hootsuite or Facebook Page Manager, and you're scheduling things, you got all your mixed up posts on all these different topics. Now what do you do if you want to do a class? How to do the easiest platform for doing a class online is Facebook kind of similar to what I'm doing right now where I'm talking and then I could post something on the Facebook page. Now, that's not exactly how I would do a Facebook class. I've got tutorials specific to that that are in the Diamond Factory, but that's kind of how it would go. You'd be talking and then you could post things as you're talking and then you would number the post, number post number one, here's this link or here's this picture or here's this PowerPoint presentation and then you can do a class that way, and you have a really strong call to action at the end. The second place that's really easy to do classes is Periscope, but then you would be on video. So if you don't like the video, go back to Facebook. Or, you, of course, you can use like a webinar service like GoToMeeting or Zyasoft or something like that, Instant Teleseminar. But again, you've got to subscribe and you've got to pay for that. I'm talking about getting started on a, on a budget here. You can get fancy-pantsy if you want to with webinar services, but for the getting started people, just Facebook, you hold a Facebook class. Second, like I said, is Periscope. Just start your Periscope and shoot the video. Send out the invites, you know, blah, blah, blah. The third thing would be to do a Google Hangout, and Google Hangout is a little more technologically difficult, but it can be done. I know a lot of you that have done that as well. So those are the top three places to do a presentation, give you some idea. I think Facebook and Periscope are the two the best, but if you're afraid of being in front of the video and people looking at you and you got you know the weirdness, just do a Facebook one to get started and get some success with that. All right, let's talk about the anatomy of a post. And I'm going to go over a couple different places so that you know where how much you should say. So with Twitter, you have 140 characters, but they found that the ideal Twitter post is 100 characters, is the ideal spot that you know people get the most response from. Facebook, believe it or not, those long, drawn-out, nasty posts, <laughs> 
you know, a while back, the posts that had more information in them seemed to get bigger results. But think about how many more people, how much more information is out there. The Facebook post that gets the most impact right now is 40 characters. So you got to get to the point. <laughs> Google Plus, ideal headline for Google Plus is less than 60 characters. And if you are doing a blog, the ideal blog post would take seven minutes to read, 1,600 words. And the, the ideal um, paragraph is 40 to 45 character, or to 55 characters. So as you can see, people are, they want the information short, sweet, to the point, give me the details later. Okay. So when you're doing a post, remember, vary up your copy. What I mean by copy is how you're writing. So if you need to get inspired for copy, which we all do, the best of us do, I found that magazines, I would subscribe to like Self Magazine. It was one of my favorites. Not to read, but I thought it was one of the best ones for headlines, and it would get my creative juices flowing. I'd look, open it, and it would give me ideas. But just you know, subscribe to some magazines or go to some different web, go to you know different websites where you can get inspired just to get your juices flowing to help you with content and writing. And so let's um, talk real quick before we go into the biggest mistakes. Let's talk about how the types of posts that get the most engagement. Because you could be posting all day long about your wonderful product and you get no action. So what's the point? I need a little drink of water there. So if you're just putting stuff out there and just going off and going off, you're not getting results, you need to know what will get results. Questions and opinions and asking for people's opinions are going to get the highest engagement. You can have a picture or no picture. Ideally, if you've got a picture and you ask a question about the picture, what do you, you know, what are your thoughts on this pair of pants, the way they fit? Question mark. You know what I mean? Like you're getting feedback. You know, those are those are very high engagement. Very profound and impactful images will get results. Uh, short videos, like le if you're going to do, a, if you're going to be a video person, no longer than five minutes. Two minutes is actually the best. And there's also those new little GIF uh, videos that are just like a couple seconds long. People really like those. <laughs> Again, that's where the attention span of our society is. Um, if you want people to do something in your post, make sure you have a very strong call to action and urgency in the post. So I'm going to post two different uh, things on the Facebook right now of ideas of how to get people to to post. One is get your free report now, comma, ends tonight at midnight. Go here, and then you put your site name. So you would put your website or you would put your blog information or whatever. This is just an idea for you guys um, of how to post. I'm just giving you an idea of what it would be like for creating a sense of urgency. Another one would be really simple I've got written here for you is the first five people that email me, I will send a free sample of XYZ product. So that one is uh, obviously going to get a good call to action. And then after, I don't know, maybe a half hour, an hour or two, put in the comments. I've already, I'm already sending out two. I've only got three left. Create some urgency. And if you, get, if you, you know, start getting people coming in, make sure you post. I'm sending out three samples already, or I've got one left, so that you can create some urgency. If you just say, hey, everybody, email me. I've got 
you know, free samples, you know, it's you're not that's different than saying first five people email me, I will send you a free sample of XYZ and then like an hour or two later, um, just say I've got three left or whatever so that you can keep people up posted and then it will create that urgency to get action. So I posted those on the Facebook page so you can copy those and get your creative juices flowing with that. So I have 12 mistakes that people I see people making on the social media. One is too many posts on the product alone. where It's just like post after 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 post of the product. And people are like, enough. They're, it's not even going to get seen. So you gotta, again, you got to mix up using the guidelines that I gave you. Also, a big mistake is people that are not creating posts that evoke interaction. They're just statement posts. Boy, the weather is gloomy. <laughs> or, you know, stuff like that. You know, where you're, you know, just like, this is my favorite, you know, uh, my favorite recipe of all time. You know, you want to get stuff where people are interacting, Okay. So boring vanilla posts are not going to get anybody going. Um, being inconsistent in your posting. So for three days a week, you post 20 posts, and then for the remaining four days a week, you do nothing. Okay? Or you post for a few days, and then you don't post again for two weeks. That is also a big, you know, a big mistake. So that's the third one. The fourth one is not commenting on the post interaction. So when people comment on your post, you better get on there and you better respond. That's why you need your Hootsuite and you got to have you know, your, your time scheduled so that you can get to these things. Number five is not filling out all of your Facebook page data. you got to fill it all out. <laughs> yes, you got to fill all of it out. So go through and all that information and the links and all that, that helps people that are searching for what you're doing find you. So number six is not setting up an email or a contact manager to capture leads to follow up. So that's why we've created the Live Green, Earn Green solution so that people can post that link and capture leads and go right into a contact manager system. Um, you can also use other you know, email services that will work as well, but make sure that you've got a way that once a day or you know, every other day that you're posting so that you can get leads. I would say every day, at least one of those posts should be a post that you can capture lead information. I, from one of my other blogs, I did that every day. Was uh, I did like six posts a day. One was a lead capture for getting emails. The other one was for uh, I, I think it was a product, an old blog post or something that I would do, and that that got a lot of uh, a lot of following going. Uh, let's see. Number seven is not looking at the Facebook insights which is all your data and your feedback. So not looking at what posts are getting results, so you can do more of those. Number eight is being too revealing with your personal information. <laughs> Some things people just don't need to know. And that's what I need to, that's what I'm just going to tell you. Uh, if you notice, even on my personal profile, I don't post a lot about myself and what I'm doing. It, it's just, I just don't want that out there. Um, number nine is posting about politics and religion if that's not your target audience. Okay. Number ten is not getting training on social media. If you really want to grow a business on social media, you're going to have to get some training. This is a good start. This will get you going. But if you want to learn more, you're going to have to seek out people that will help you do so. Okay. It doesn't happen on accident. 
Uh, 11 is cruddy profile pictures. Oh, my gosh. Please, 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 please. I am begging you not to use the Charles Manson look-alike Facebook profile pictures. I've seen some awful ones where people look like they're in a, in a, in a, like, like they're ready to be embalmed or something. Please, just if you can't afford to have somebody do your Facebook or your your headshots, get a really good, you know, put your makeup on or guys, make sure you do your beard in the right way, comb your hair, you know, put a little blush on your face. Whether you're a guy or a girl, it will just show up better for the image and uh, get some good lighting and take some good pictures. It's so critical for your business. Number 12 is, and the last thing I have here for you is not having an avatar. What I mean by that is make sure you write down and get really clear on who your target audience is. And I did a training on how to create an avatar when I did uh, uh, just a recent post in the Diamond Factory training. I did on how to do an avatar, what that really is. But an avatar is your ideal um, client, your ideal uh, person that's on your page interacting with you. You know, who, what is his or her name? You know, what is their age group? How much money do they make? Where do they work? What are their beliefs? You know, yeah, yeah you want to know everything about them so that you, when you post, your posts are going to speak to that demographic, to that avatar of who your ideal client is. It's very important. Because if I'm posting and I want to go after baby boomers and I'm posting all these posts about babies, you know, you know, uh, natural moms and babies and stuff, I, I'm not talking to my audience. So you've got to figure out who your ideal client is and create that avatar and then you keep that in front of you when you're doing all your posts so that you don't lose track of who your ideal person is. So... There you go. So that is the social media training. I know it's a lot of information. It's going to get you started. We went over the top social media sites. We talked about how to begin. The top three are Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, unless you're a video person, throw in Periscope and uh, uh, YouTube. Remember, only pick three, though, to get started. Set up your Facebook page. Get your Hootsuite set up so that you can manage everything and keep track of everything and leverage your time so you're not on your phone all day long. Remember, posting five to ten posts a day, vary up the posts so they're not the same thing over and over. Do not be spamming your people with the product post all day long, okay? <laughs> Mix it up. If you want to do a class on Facebook, uh, if you want to do classes online, the easiest one is Facebook, but you can also do Periscope or Google Hangout if you're okay in front of the videos. We talked about the, the anatomy of your posts. Make sure you've got good call to action. Um, the other things to get engagement, ask questions, for, and ask for opinions, have good images, keep it short. Okay, don't go on and babbling on. And then your biggest mistakes, we went through the 12 of those. I'm going to go through them real quick again because I know they're important. Too many posts on your product over and over, number one. Number two is posts that don't evoke interaction. Number three is inconsistent posting. Number four is not commenting when people comment on your posts. <laughs> Number five is not filling out your Facebook page data. Number six, a mistake is not setting up an email or contact management system. Number seven is not looking at your Facebook insights, which is all, you know, your data. Number eight is being too revealing with personal information. Number nine is posting about politics and religion if it's not your target audience. Number 10 is not getting enough training. Number 11 is having a cruddy cro profile picture. 
And number 12 is not knowing who your target audience is or your avatar. So I hope this training was of extreme value to you. I know it's a lot, but it's going to get you started. Listen to it again. Listen to it over and over and be able to get started right away. Your homework is get your Facebook page set up, get your Hootsuite, get started posting, and be inspired with your copywriting. Okay, hang on, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and unmute, and we'll say goodnight. Thank you. 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 Thank you.